Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I love engaging with my audience with the Q&A and the polls. And I also love the fact that I can upload my video podcast on Spotify because I know my audience love watching it sometimes when they're traveling on their commute. I highly recommend you give it a try and you can download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. Hey everyone and welcome back to Millennial Mind. This week I speak to the amazing Roxy Nafuzi who is a self-development coach, a manifesting expert and the author of the Sunday Times bestseller Manifest. We speak about her journey with manifesting the power of your thoughts and how you can truly make your dreams turn into a reality with her incredible seven-step guide. I won't keep you any longer. I really hope you love this episode. Roxy, hi. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I feel like I manifested this moment. <laughs> I'm not joking. I feel like from the moment I met you, I was like, I would just love to have you on my podcast. Aww. And I want to tell you a story about when I met you because I just think okay. it's a bit weird. Yeah. I really didn't want to go to this reformer Pilates class. Right. I was like, I've never done it before. Yeah. And I was going with Nikki, who's our mutual friend. Yeah, yeah. And I got there and she wasn't there. And I just thought, shit, is she going to cancel? Like, <laughs> oh my God, I have to do this class and I'm, I'm rubbish at it. And I only came because of her. It was like an awkward time for me. Yeah. And I remember I was next to you. Yeah. And I was like next to you and I just thought, oh my God, this girl is so beautiful. And I couldn't oh. concentrate in the Pilates class. And there was me acting like a monkey. Do you remember? Like I, the spring like sprung. The woman was like, be careful, <laughs> slow down. Um, and after that we chatted. And I think one of the things I loved about you was just so open. You were just so open about your journey. And Nikki and I were speaking about it after. And she was like, it's really rare to meet people like you who just tell you everything on the first time you meet them. <laughs> It is just so rare and I just, I think every girl at one point in their life feels discluded. Yeah. And I just remember when you and Nikki were taking a picture, you were like, come in it. Yeah. And I remember that so Aww. much because I just think a lot of other people wouldn't have been like that. Aww. And so I'm just so grateful to have you on. And I don't think I've told that story. You don't even know. I haven't even told you that, but I'm just very happy to have you here. Oh, I'm really touched. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. Really no, not at all. Thank you so much it's so so kind <laughs> I'm so overwhelmed thank oh you. no well thank you for coming I want to talk to you about your book Manifest yeah and so tell me about why you wrote it tell me about your journey with manifesting um yeah so basically um I think when I think about it now um I really never experienced kind of joy or happiness mm-hmm. ever and um you know I won't go into like all the childhood and all that for now, but then in my 20s, um, I basically turned to drugs and smoking and alcohol and partying and um, just to try and kind of mask the pain mm. um, of just being me. 
and I hit loads of rock bottoms throughout that time. But when I was 27, I had gone to do my yoga teacher training in Koh Samui. Right. And I thought, this is it. And I'd been doing Iyengar yoga since I was 21. So right. that was really my safe space. And it was one thing that was like, consistent for me. Um, and I did have an affinity to wellness. But I thought, right. you know, I'm going to go away. I'm going to do this yoga teacher training. And I am going to finally like make the change. Mm. And I got back, and within 24 hours, I was just back taking drugs. I didn't go to bed for two days. I really was then at the rock, rock bottom. Right. And I just thought, I'm never going to change. Like, if that mm. can't save me, like, if this month mm. away, this, like, 200 hours of yoga and meditation isn't going to work, like, what will? Yeah. And then someone told me to listen to this podcast on manifesting. Right. What podcast was it, by It way? was... Um, uh, Lacey Phillips was on Love Alexi. Okay. And she was talking about the fact that you manifest from your self-worth and that your self-worth was, was everything. Right. And I was like, oh, well, I have no self-worth. So, of course, I, I'm not manifesting anything good into my life. And I don't really know. Something just clicked in me and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. So I started listening to... Um, like meet your soulmate affirmation playlist every night and yeah. I remember I kept seeing um, 11 11 all the time in 22 right. 22 right. Um, I kept seeing it and I was just kind of started researching and learning about manifesting and um, two weeks after that listening to that podcast um, Wade messaged me on a dating app called Raya, mm-hmm. and a year to the exact day, on the 7th of June, um, our son was born. I can't believe that. I heard yeah. that on another podcast, and I just thought, that's too weird. It's too weird. And you mentioned on that day as well, three exes reached out, reached out to you, right? Yeah, yeah. So it three was... exes reached out to you, yeah. your, the par- your partner at the time yeah, yeah. reached out to you, and your son was born. Yeah, and also, my ex-boyfriend, the one who I mentioned in the book, who was like 25 years mm. older than me, who was really significant about my life, his birthday was on the 7th of June. It's just mad. Yeah, and like my longest ever client, her birthday is the 7th of June. So it's a really significant day. It's really strange. It's crazy. So, um, and then actually, I've never told anyone, I then had an operation, which I had to get done for ages, and my wait list was, this was like um, last year, and I was needing it done, there was a wait list, and I was like begging, like, please... And they were like, something's come up on the 7th of June. June. And I was like, of course it has. And I was like, you need to get a tattooed on you or something. <laughs> like, you definitely should. <laughs> um, so anyway, then I basically um, really used manifestation to completely transform my life um, right. in every single way. And I had, at this point, been sharing on my Instagram, not necessarily about manifesting, but I was doing Ag- Agni on Sundays, where mm-hmm. I was like helping people every Sunday. Um... I decided to host my first workshop, which was self-love. Right. And then in January 2020, um, I'd said to people, and my Instagram following was relatively small, but um, I'd said, oh, you know, would you guys want me to do a workshop on manifesting? Because people right. didn't really know what it was then. It wasn't mm-hmm. like a trend, trend like it yeah. is now. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And then... Wait, what gave you the confidence to do that? Because I feel that, your, what was the time period? Because your self-doubt and all of this stuff was so low. And then suddenly you're like, agony aunt Sundays, and then you're hosting workshops. What was it that made you feel like, I can do this? Well, weirdly, the agony aunt Sundays, um, I started like a week before I fell pregnant. 
And in my pregnancy, I had a really, really dark mm. time. It was the darkest depression I'd ever been in. But what gave me this like hope was that every Sunday, I would be able to help other people. And that really like pulled me through. Yeah. But through my pregnancy, through that kind of darkness and pain, I knew that once I had Wolf, I would mm. never ever allow myself to feel that way again. Right. I was like, I will make myself the best I can. I now had to support myself and, mm -hmm. and not just me, but my son. Right. And I needed to make a career for myself. Like it wasn't like a choice, like I had to do it. I feel when people become mums, they say that, like yeah. your priorities just change. Yeah. Like everything is about that baby because yeah. you just love them so much. Yeah, and I just, I don't know, I just had this in, like incredible drive and mm -hmm. motivation just to, I felt like I'd wasted so many years hiding mm. and I knew I had and I knew I was here to like help people and inspire yeah. people and I was like I'm just gonna fucking go for it <laughs> and I did and I threw everything into it and I followed all my own steps right and so when it came to um the first manifesting workshop I had thought to myself how can I explain manifesting it's such a huge practice for yes. me it was and I still say now it's a self-development practice mm -hmm. to live by. Um, it's visualization is the very beginning of the journey. Mm -hmm. And um, I was on a walk and I came up with the seven steps probably in about five minutes. Right. It was just instinctive. And what just was came to you yeah. And what was really cool was afterwards I would always listen and read about manifestation, of course, mm -hmm. and everything I would hear would fit into one of these seven steps. And right. so I was so confident. I was like, yeah, this really this is, is it. This does really explain mm. everything you need to know. Um, and it was working for me and it was working for people coming to the workshops and then they became webinars um, during the pandemic and it grew. Mm -hmm. And then at the start of 2021, I was like, okay, I'm ready to manifest my book deal, um, which I did. And yeah, I think, you know, it's crazy. This time last year, I was just writing my first book, and now... And now you are Sunday Times bestseller for how many weeks in a row? Ten so far, yeah. <laughs> it's cool. I told him it was seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's ten? That's yeah. mad. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, I met you on the day that it was the first It was the first week, do you remember? Oh, really? You were so happy. You were like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, you remember? I hadn't announced it yet. You hadn't announced it. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. And you were yeah. like so happy it was like just there for one week. Yeah, yeah. So for it to be there for ten weeks, is it's such yeah. a big achievement. Thank you so and it's much. honestly amazing. So I wanted to ask, the secret has been out for a while. Mm. And I think a lot of the time when people have an idea, they think, well, it's there already. Mm. You know, people are already talking about it or someone's mm. already made this or mm. someone's already done this. What made you feel that you could reshape it and actually, you know, your book has been called The Modern Day Secret, which is, mm. which is mad, honestly, just that in itself. What made you think at that time, like, I know exactly what I want from this book or this subject and, and I can make it different. I can do it differently, I guess. Um... Well, I'd never seen anywhere explain it in in like a step by step process. There isn't, yeah. There just isn't anything like it. Yeah, there isn't. Um, and I felt like I really hope in in all in everything that I do that I make self development really accessible mm -hmm. and really practical and really digestible for, especially for people that really may not have thought of themselves as um, kind of inclined to read about things mm. like manifesting or self-help 
um, you know, and I want to make it cool. Like, I want to, well, I want people to feel proud that they're reading a self-help book. And well, I think they will after Bella Hadid carrying her hand. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that was another crazy moment. Um. So yeah, I mean, I feel really. I also think that look, there's a thousand amazing teachers, and there are a million people wanting to learn and mm -hmm. everybody learns from somebody different so it doesn't mm -hmm. really matter like I'm not competing with anyone um I think there are plenty of amazing teachers of manifestation mm -hmm. and what works like you, you might read mine and really um get on with it and understand it or you mm -hmm. or somebody else might read it and think oh this doesn't really make sense to me yeah so and it's just the same way, like, I have certain people that I look to that, like, the way that they communicate their message, I really hear, and it exactly. really makes sense. And someone else might communicate the same message, but in a different way. And exactly. I don't respond to it as well. So everyone has their own unique talent and their own unique yeah. way of saying something or bringing something about. Like, yeah. There's, like, thousands and millions, actually, of podcasts in the world. Yeah. But people will listen to the ones that they resonate with exactly. or who they enjoy. Yeah. And so anyone who's starting something new, I always tell them that, you have your own touch. Yeah, yeah. It's just you're not aware of it, yeah, right? Totally. And you you put that block. And one of the things you talk about in the book is limiting beliefs. Yeah. Now, how does somebody overcome their limiting beliefs? Actually, wait, hold on. First of all, I haven't even asked you this question. Yeah. What is manifesting? <laughs> you know, people who are watching this and thinking, what is manifesting? Like you said, it's more than visualization. It's more than... I don't know, just sitting there thinking you want something. Yeah. And can't manifest the lottery, which is what everyone always thinks, you know, yeah. says back. Um, <laughs> but what is, what is manifesting? What does it mean to manifest? Um, so my kind of definition is that manifesting is the ability to use the power of your mind to change mm -hmm. and create the reality you experience. Um, and I think one thing that I really try to explain is that it's not a ritual. It's mm -hmm. not something that you do for 20 minutes a night before bed. It is... A way of living and it's about empowering you to be the best version of yourself mm -hmm. so that you can make things happen um, and really at the core of it is self-love self-worth and I don't know like I am so passionate about manifesting I, I can see like I really feel that everybody can benefit from the practice um, because it's about so many things it's about overcoming your fears and doubts your insecurities mm -hmm. uh, your limiting beliefs it's about embracing full gratitude for all that you already have and seeing the beauty right. already around you it's about mm -hmm. stepping outside your comfort zone aligning your behavior um it's just so much valuable kind of things to t like information to take from manifesting that mm -hmm. will just help anybody to feel better live better um and be happier and how do you start? So, how would you start manifesting something that you want now? Um, I really struggle with this question, and because so many people in every um, interview I get, someone says like, "Okay, what's your first tip to someone <laughs> um, to manifest?" And I'm like, honestly, just read the book. It's <laughs> That's so, why I wrote it, guys. <laughs> it's so annoying of me, but I don't. Think there is one thing because it, mm. there's so many different elements to it and, and it's I a journey think, right you can't yeah. just click your fingers and think okay, yeah I'm manifesting now like you said it's a practice yeah and there's so many i couldn't sit here and say okay start doing your gratitude list or start mm. doing mantras or you know because yes all of those things help but right. they everything has to work in 
like together mm, and so CG. my book is a really easy read and that is my starting tip for good anyone soul. <laughs> good soul roxy this is why all sunday times bestseller for 10 weeks in a row because you're just like i have the solution for your question <laughs> um one of the things that i think people really struggle with is self-doubt mm. and it's very easy for negative thoughts to come into some people's minds like for me i think it's very easy if something small happens for like a negative thought to just come in, mm. what's some of your tips for overcoming self-doubt or just do you block those negative thoughts or do, does that still happen to you? I mean, definitely. Um, but I think that there's, I mean, there's so many things. I think the first thing is really just starting to have the awareness. Everything mm. starts with awareness. Mm. Um, you know, our thoughts are so repetitive um, and often we actually are allowing them to come in and we're not even consciously kind of aware of them they're just mm. the, the chatter is going on and we're not even stopping for a second to be like whoa like listen to how you're talking to yourself right so i think everything always will start with awareness um and then i think for me there's like different ways you can do it i think practically speaking um let's say you have a limiting belief or you have self-doubt around um starting your new business right in that sense, I think there really is a case of like understanding that you can have the feeling of self-doubt, you can have the thoughts, but acting in spite of them, mm -hmm. like transcending it. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where kind of like align your behavior comes in. It, it's acting as your most confident self would. Mm. It's almost like stepping into the character of your most confident self. And in, in the doing, in the action, you actually prove your doubt wrong. Yes, and so I, doing it yourself. I think that kind of proactiveness really helps. Then mm. I think think using, you know, mantras regularly are so powerful because mm. firstly you can have it in your toolbox. You can only have one thought at a time. So when the self doubt comes in, then in a critic, you know, you reframe. You you mm. say a mantra. You replace the thought. Um, I think it's about um, compassion. I think compassion is a kind of at the core of self love as well, mm. and just being able to be soft and gentle with yourself, like mm. harnessing that feminine energy and applying it to ourselves. Um, you know, I definitely feel that that's something that I'm really, has really helped me when that self-doubt comes in. I literally, I don't even stand for it. It's like a non-negotiable. Really? I'm like, okay. no, like, I'm going to choose a different thought. And it is a choice. Everything mm. is a choice. And I think to some extent, we have to take responsibility for that. Right. Um, but I do understand it's not easy. And there are lots of things that you can do to help your journey. Mm -hmm. um, Reiki healing, therapy, counseling, mm -hmm. hypnotherapy, um, meditation, yeah. journaling. You know, do it all. Like, immerse yourself in self-development. Removing self-doubt is not something that you anybody can do overnight. It no. is a committed journey. And it's being consistent. And that's the thing, it's a journey. So, you know, even now when I have thoughts that are negative, sometimes I'll think like, why am I having these negative thoughts? I'm reading so much, I'm doing so much. I'm so proud of myself one day. But I think it's really important to understand that you're going to have times where you think negative thoughts and it's totally. just that you just push them out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And, you know, everyone always says the way you speak to your friends or the way you speak to your family when mm. something's gone wrong is totally different from the way you speak to yourself. Yeah. And I really believe in the power of affirmations. Mm. And I know you have released these mantra cards yeah. and they're sold out too. <laughs> you know, your book was sold out. Actually, the day I met you, you were like, my book's sold out. And I thought, oh shit, I so don't want to read it. But then the next day, you posted a new story, it's out, so I got it. Oh, Can you believe that? It was literally like the next day. <laughs> um, so 
I really do believe in the way you speak to yourself really creates that mm. energy around you. Definitely. And I said this in my other podcasts, I just don't think energy lies. I think when you meet yeah. somebody who just radiates and oozes this positive yeah, energy, yeah. you absorb it. And yeah. so also being really aware of the people you surround yourself with totally. and the way they speak to you yeah. is like a non-negotiable for me yeah. now. If I feel someone has bad energy, they're blocked. 100%. Like they're muted. You know and if they're negative that? in my family, I'm just like, I'm not talking to you. I love that. I just refuse. I think that's so good. I do this thing where um, I don't get it much, like probably like 1%, but if I get trolling messages, mm -hmm. immediate block. Immediate block. Immediate block. I literally block, am block. like, block. I'm like, why the fuck do I want that negative, negative energy? energy? I don't yeah. want them just seeing what I do. And when I'm reading like lovely messages, I don't want them sending me a message <laughs> and like killing my vibe. <laughs> but it's interesting, isn't it, that when we get a lot of positive feedback, and someone told me this yesterday, she went for her, um, her end of year review, and one of my friends was like, I got told all this positive feedback, but I got told this one constructive mm. piece, and I focused on that. Mm. And it's interesting, so many people message you lovely things, but if there's one person there mm. that just says something negative, you're just like, it's unnecessary. Yeah, do you know what I think it is though? It's it's when it if it's it's when it triggers your own insecurities, is when mm. it really like hits. So, I think like sometimes I read like I get caught on reviews like if I'm scrolling and then I see like re there are some nasty little really? reviews and if it triggers something I've already felt a bit insecure about, mm -hmm. um, then it really hurts. If it's something that actually I'm like I don't have any issue with that with myself, exactly. it's fine. Exactly. I think I think the negative feedback hurts more depending on, firstly, your state of mind at the time of reading it, of course, mm -hmm. and also if it's triggering something that's unhealed within you. This is the thing. I think when some people sometimes say something negative to me, I'm like, I'm not even offended by what you're saying. Because, like, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's so untrue, <laughs> yeah. so I don't really care. Mm -hmm. But you're right, when it's like a flaw within yourself that also you're working on, yeah. and then someone like bashes you for it, you just think, oh my god, everybody thinks this, yeah, yeah. and everyone's going to see it, so now everyone's yeah. going to think this about me, which is just totally un untrue, I just think social media is exaggerated so much in that totally. way. I'm just going to say, I think in terms of like even thinking about like what other people are thinking, mm -hmm. I really feel that on the road to any kind of success, whatever success looks like for you, yeah. you literally have to be so focused on your own goals and you cannot give to what anyone else thinks. Right. You have to let go of um, the need for validation or worry about the opinion of others. Like I would never have got here, even this far, if I had still been worrying what other people think. Mm -hmm. um, because you know, when I started, most people in the industry also just saw me as this like cokehead in London that would party all the time. Like, who was going to take me seriously? And I had to consciously not think for a second about their opinions or if they trusted it. I oh. knew that for me, I was authentic. It, it was true. This was my purpose. And I was right. just not going to worry. And the same with when the book came out. If I had sat there going, oh, God, I better not, you know, put up my stories too much because people think I'm annoying. Yeah. You know, it would never have... I don't think, you know, I had to be my own salesperson, which right. I think a lot of people, especially freelancers, really struggle with. You do, because you feel like you're showing off all the yeah. time. Yeah, but I'm like, no, you've got to be your best. You've got to pitch yourself, like, better so than true. anyone else. Because you can be proud of yourself without being boastful. It's, exactly. There's a difference. There is such a big difference. I think what's really hard, though, now is when you launch something new, mm. 
you can see how many people like it and don't like it. Mm. When you put on social media, let's say, for example, you released this book mm. and people didn't love it. And therefore, naturally, you'd be thinking, well, people don't love it now. And you're then thinking about what other people think. Does that make sense? Mm. So how, what advice would you give to people to just completely block out the noise? Because if they're not getting that attraction on social media, if they're not getting the likes and the mm. validation, and that's what you talk about, it's just get rid mm. of validation. Mm. How do you fight through that? I think you just got to understand what your why is. Like, why are you doing it in the first place? Surely you're not yeah. doing it for likes on Instagram. <laughs> that's not why you're doing it. You're doing it so for something true. like greater. You're doing it to fulfill some um, something within you, or to make you f mm. to help others, or to give back, or whatever it is. Exactly. Um, focus on that. You know, the likes, the social media stuff is it's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what's important is um, you know that you love it and that it makes you feel good. And, and I think that, that comes across. Yeah. That comes across, doesn't it? When you're doing something that you truly love, mm -hmm. even if you're not getting that validation from people at first, and you're just like, I don't need it. Mm -hmm. It will come. One hundred percent. It will really come, and like that's what I truly believe about my podcast. And I may be really premature to say this, but I think a lot of the times, and I'm going to be quite vulnerable here. A lot of the times, I base my value on the followers I have, mm -hmm. and I think, well, they're not going to come on my podcast because I don't have that many followers. Mm -hmm. But I do get them, and people yeah. want to come. Yeah. And then when I think, okay, well, I'm having really powerful conversations, I just think I don't care. Like, I, and this is, I always think this is like the best part of the journey. Like I uploaded a video last weekend and got 20 views in like a day. And I was just like, this is going to be such a great story to tell. Yeah. And I always listen to podcasts like Joe Wicks when he said like one person came to his class yeah. and like two people came. Yeah. And it took like loads and loads and yeah, loads yeah. of time and persistence. Yeah. And I truly believe that when you're really passionate about something and the podcast just makes me so happy having these insightful conversations yeah. with amazing people. I just feel that it will come, it and will. I'm not worried. Good. And that's the thing. I'm just that's step I'm, seven. Trust <laughs> the universe. <laughs> Need to move on. Oh, I'm done now. Actually, aren't I? The steps are done. I've completed it. I'm now manifesting guru, guys. If you need any help, just ignore Roxy. Come to me. Um, but one of the things I really wanted to speak to you about is what's the difference between manifesting mm. and being completely delusional. So I haven't seen this documentary, but the Kanye documentary. I think it's called um, Genius. Mm. I was going to say it's called Genius. It's obviously not called Genius. <laughs> I think it's called Genius. And he basically talks about, in that, how he bought really expensive jewellery because he wanted to manifest the person he was going to become. He always knew he was going to be really successful. And so he spent a lot of money, which he didn't really have, on expensive mm. jewellery. Now, how do you distinguish someone who's manifesting their dream home or their dream life? And, like, you know, you say you have to embody yourself in that experience. How would you feel? How would you react how would you spend your money what's the lifestyle you would have mm. compared to someone who's just completely delusional who's just spending loads of money on expensive things when they actually are broke it'd be if you were just being very reckless without a clear goal without aligning mm. your behavior without doing all this like everything else involved but i absolutely think you cannot be realistic the minute you're saying i need wow. to be realistic you are not you are absolutely just putting a block around you i truly believe that wow. like everybody that's like i need to be realistic i'm like all right you're already blocking yourself why wow. like your limits of your reality are the limits of your mind like that is a fact so don't be realistic just go for it because yeah that's go what for it say. if you want it keep going and be persistent look at all the like i love i just love reading about really successful people um and their traits and how they got there 
And persistence is key, like Honestly. the ability to just keep going, um, keep driving forwards. And um, believing that you're going to do it. Have you seen King Richard? Oh, it's amazing. It's the best movie And it is, that is ever. like, your self-belief is your superpower. That quote is literally that film. That, you know, I it's run amazing. four times a week in the gym. Yeah. And every, every single time... Since that movie's come out, I watch the trailer. I know every word. I could could recite it to you right now. (laughs) Because the second I get into the gym in the morning, all I see is Will Smith telling his kids, you're a champion and everyone knows it. And (laughs) you can do a woman, like the quote is, you know, the most powerful thing in the world is a woman who knows what she wants. Yeah. And like you, every, and like, don't worry about us, what we look like. Just know that you're going to be successful. Yeah. And, like, I had this plan for you. And it's yeah. all about the law of attraction. It's all yeah, about yeah. manifestation. 100%. It's all about self-belief. Yeah, and, like, yeah. I just love the fact he believed in his kids so much. Oh, my God. It's such a beautiful... Oh, it's such a beautiful it's story and film. I think everybody should watch it. I everybody should it. watch it. Yeah, like, if I don't start my day without that, I just feel like I just haven't started I it. Like, so. I'm still not bored of it. And, you know, sometimes I still get teary when I'm, when oh. I'm running. Because I just think... You know, now there's so much negativity in the world. And when you truly believe in yourself, people see us as arrogance. Yeah. You know, and like you said, there's a big there's a big difference. Yeah. What do you think is the difference of being arrogant and just really believing that it's gonna work out for you? I mean, I think this is a really important question because I think this fear of being arrogant is actually so such an issue, especially in the UK. Right. Um but an arrogant person, like, arrogance is to literally think that you are better than yes. someone else. Okay? That is either something... Yeah. That is either something you believe or it's not. Okay? Mm-hmm. If you believe that, then, yeah, sure, you're arrogant. But if you're just, like, in your own zone, in your own lane, like, do you know what? I am going to do my best. I know I can do it. That is self-belief. And mm-hmm. who gives a... Like, who cares what anyone else thinks? Like, you have to... Like, I really champion being able to celebrate ourselves and that's why I really openly celebrate myself like I'm really Mm -hmm. able to be like hey I'm really proud of this thing I've done and I don't do it because I'm trying to like boast but actually I'm trying to give people permission Mm -hmm. to do it too like I want people to know that we can actually say hey I did really I did good like I'm really proud of this yes we can celebrate ourselves we can have that self-belief and it's just in the same way that I think you can be kind and and have really clear boundaries. Yes. You can be both. You can be like vulnerable and open and also be really strong mm-hmm. and you know empowered. You can be you know there's a duality to yeah. us and I think that with t- too often especially I think with women to women we look at confident girls and I do speak about this in the book yes. but because you we're envious of that confidence. We pass it as judgment and we say, oh, she's so arrogant. And then that feeds into our subconscious. We think, oh my God, if I'm confident, that makes me arrogant. Or people think I'm arrogant. People, I'm then unlikable. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I have really had to force myself to step out of that belief system. Um, I feel like that that was setting boundaries. I feel that when I set boundaries and I'm firm, people are going to think I'm a bitch. Mm. And they're going to think I'm too rigid. But now I'm just like, you know, you have one life. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to die, yeah. and no one's going to remember me. Yeah. Like, I'm not that important. Even if I'm the president. No, seriously. Even if I'm, like, Mahatma Gandhi, yeah? <laughs> I love him, and he was an amazing character in life. But do people talk about the intricacies of what he was like every single right, day? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the way you are and the way you want to live your life is truly about you. 100%. And so 
there are going to be people that don't like you. Oh, yeah. And I'm like such a people pleaser. And I feel yeah. like if people don't like me, I'm like, oh my God, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. You know, it's because of this or my hair didn't look nice. Yeah. They didn't like my jacket and so yeah. I'm a terrible dresser. You know, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. It's like everything about you can critique yourself. Totally. Or you can just look at yourself and be like, you're amazing. Yeah. And you can have that self-love and that yeah. self-power. I always look at, like, my way said this to me once. He was like, look at all the people that you love and admire. Mm -hmm. Okay, he was like, take anyone. Take Tony Robbins, okay? I love right. him. I think he's I love him. So great. Right? He's like, 50% of people do not like Tony Robbins. Yeah. They think he's really annoying. Yeah. They think he's this and this. Mm -hmm. The other 50% absolutely love him. Anybody on mm -hmm. this planet is equally loved and... Uh, and Unliked, liked and unliked at the same time. So true. And I think that for me was really, you know, when I had this such need that I wanted, wanted everyone to like me, and I was mm. like, you know, I'm just gonna be me. There are gonna be people exactly. that like me, and there are gonna be people that think I'm just so annoying, and that maybe they will call me arrogant behind my back because they don't know me or mm -hmm. whatever, and I'm just gonna be okay with that. And I think for all of us, if we can just be okay with that, yeah. it's really liberating. I saw this uh, reel the other day, and it was just like, you know, if you're worried about people being your people thinking that you're cringy, don't worry. Yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Someone's always going to think you're cringy yeah. or you're annoying yeah. or talk about something too much. Like, yeah. my feed is full of my podcast. And the other day, I was like, should I stop uploading it so much? And I was like, no. Good. I love, I love it. that. Like, well, yeah. like, there's going to be some. There's some people who message me and like, your podcast has helped me so much. Oh. And then there's others who just like don't like my content and I'm just like, stop following me. Yeah. <laughs> just like, why are you following me? But you know, some and it's really interesting you say that because I look at your feed and I don't think you show off at all. But oh, someone else you. may look at it and think that yeah. you do because there are some people I follow and I'm just like, you're so annoying. You're just yeah, constantly yeah. talking about how you're balancing like 15 different things. But for you, I actually think the way you come across isn't like, I'm a mum and I have this book and I've released the mantra card and I've released the journal and I'm doing all this <laughs> stuff. Um, and you are balancing a lot. So how do you balance it all? Because <laughs> you're such a great mom to your son who's oh, just so cute. <laughs> and so cute. you're just so successful. Like this has been the really probably like the hardest probably three months, right, in your career. Not hardest, but like the busiest time. You're like doing something every day. Mm. How do you manage doing that with having a baby? I think weirdly this has been the easiest time. Really? The hard work was way in the lead up. Like yeah. I didn't take a day off for like two and a half years. Oh like I was just wolf then. From when Wolf was four months, I started and I basically just didn't start. Oh my god. But you know, I think actually the grind at the beginning is like. The fun like, part. Is, is, well, the grind at the beginning is fun because there's all these little achievements, but that's like really hard work. I was, mm. I was waking up at five, working, going to bed, working, mm. you know. And that's what you've got to do. And I loved it. Um, this has been like really fun because I get to do things like this yeah. and um but yeah every day is really busy I still really struggle with burnout I get okay. really overwhelmed mm -hmm. um well because you're so nice and you say yes to everyone <laughs> I have like I get really like um because there's so much adrenaline especially doing workshops and corporate events mm. and you know things like this or whatever um coach there's just a lot of adrenaline yeah. and um, some people I think can maybe handle that. I know my body. Mm -hmm. um, I really, after like a month of doing it nonstop, mm -hmm. I start to feel really depleted. I start to feel really anxious. My breath right. starts going. Um, and so I think for me, I've actually started to schedule in like where I can give myself three days off. Okay, I just have to reset. And I was like, wait a second, I work for myself. I can just put this in my diary. 
when I know I've got a really busy time coming. Mm. Um, and so that helps me to really like balance it. Um, and what do you do on those days off to kind of like recoup and reset? Um, yoga, Pilates. Walking, Pilates. <laughs> Uh, I love watching TV. Really? Like I never watched TV for like years, and now I'm a TV series addict. I'm obsessed. Every evening is my wind down after okay. I've done my like evening routine. Mm-hmm. I set myself like an hour and a half or two hours, if, if depending what time Wolf goes to bed, mm-hmm. and I watch a really good TV series that I can immerse myself in that I'm not thinking about anything else. And yeah. I love it, and it's actually really good for me. That's so good. I think people don't talk about rest enough. Yeah, yeah. I actually saw the funniest TikTok the other day. Did you see Kim Kardashian's um, TikTok about like you have to work? Yeah. And everyone has to work. There was one that this girl did. She was just like, you have to rest. And not enough people rest. And I just think don't, people don't want to rest these days. And it was so powerful because actually it's we are... True. I think... I'm in, I'm in the middle of the camp though. Because I also think you do have to work really, really hard. Yeah, yeah. But I think that you also have to be, like you said, aware of your body and like your limits. Yeah, yeah. So I'm quite similar like you. Like I'm an adrenaline junkie. Like yeah. I wake up at five and I go to sleep at like yeah, 11.30. Yeah. And I love it. But then there are times where I crash. Yeah, yeah. But I'm fine with that. Yeah. Because when my life is slow paced... I can't. I find it too. I find it too hard. Right. I find it boring. Yeah. I like to have a million things going on, and so I think everyone's different. Like yeah. some people need eight hours of sleep. I, I average about hours. five. Yeah. Oh so God, I'm in bed at nine. Re, yeah. So I. Yeah. I wish <laughs> I could be that person. Yesterday, I was uploading my one of my podcasts. I woke up at three a.m. and I was like, "Is it uploaded?" And I'm not joking. <sighs> I went onto my laptop. I had uploaded, and I was like, "Thank God." And then I had two Instagram notifications, which I shouldn't have looked at. And then I was like, what if it's from you? What if it's something important? So I was like, okay, just look at that. And then I had to be like, okay, you can go to bed now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. come on, go to bed. I did a guided meditation. It was like 4.30. I don't yeah. know what time I went to bed. And, you know, for me, I'm just a bit like, I'm in the kind of camp of like, just get on with it. Yeah, but yeah. I'm aware that I do burn out as well. So yeah. I do try to take like one day off on the weekend where I just do nothing. Yeah, and I just don't look it. at my phone. Yeah. And I just... Like you said, just sometimes just enjoy TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Emily in Paris for me 100%. when I have lockdown. When I lockdown, she that was just such a mood. That was like another King Witch of me. It was just so boosting. <laughs> but anyway, before we close this podcast, I wanted to ask you for one of your biggest tips on manifesting. I know you said you don't yes. have like one tip. Yes. But for someone who's struggling, who's a bit older, mm. and is just thinking, you know. I just can't change my thoughts because mm-hmm. your thoughts become your reality and I truly believe that. But mm-hmm. for someone who's thinking, you know, what's the one thing I can take away from this podcast? What would it be? I think it's that every decision we make um, is integral to our well-being and our state of mind and the way that we manifest. Mm-hmm. And I think it's starting to realise that um, from the minute we wake up to the minute we go to bed, we have infinite amount of possibilities to increase our self-worth mm-hmm. and increase our capacity for self-love. And when you have awareness that you have that choice and that decision mm-hmm. to make, um, that's life-changing because whether you snooze your alarm is a choice. Whether right. you drink enough water, whether you work out, mm-hmm. whether you set boundaries, whether you say yes to something... Um, or you say no to something that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Whether like everything you do matters, mm-hmm. and it's almost just this having this awareness and starting to practice throughout each day, noticing that choice is like, is this a self loving choice to make, right. and is there another way to do it? Is there a more empowering choice I can make now? Mm-hmm. And just having that, I think, is a really great starting point. 
I love that and I think what you talk about, about having an opportunity every day, I really believe it just takes one person to change, to change blah, it just takes one person to change your life. Definitely. Like it takes one person to notice you, like yeah. walking across the street and like that could be your date, that yeah, could be yeah. your husband. Yeah, it takes yeah. one person to notice your Instagram and you could have a book deal. Yeah, yeah. Or a TV show. Yeah. And it really can happen. Yeah. And so waking up with that mindset that every day can bring like limitless opportunities yeah. and possibilities for me is just so important as well. So thank you so much for oh, coming thank on. Thank you so much for making so time for me. Of um, I appreciate it so much. No, and thank you so if you much. haven't bought Roxy's book or the Matcha Cards, please buy them. They are amazing. Oh, thank you. So thank you. For thank you so on. much, my love. That was so lovely. Hey everyone, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Wherever you're listening or watching, if you could press the like, follow and subscribe button, it would mean the world to me.